everyone, and welcome to today's show. I'm Eric Renzo, and I'll be your host. Today, we're talking with Matt Schemer, Gannett Fleming Senior Vice President and Roadway Business Line Manager, about the importance of transportation planning to the business line and his hopes for it. Hi, Matt. Welcome to our show. Hey, Eric. Good afternoon. Thanks for having me on. I'm, uh, I'm excited to be part of this new podcast series, so thanks for the invite. I'm really glad you were able to take some time out of your schedule today to join us. Let's just jump right in, and I think what would be kind of fun is if we start by having you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself. Okay, yeah, so for folks who don't know me, uh, I'm, I'm a civil engineer by degree. Uh, I've got about 23 years' experience um, in industry, the last 20 years or so here at Gannett. This is my 20th anniversary this year, actually. Um, I started in our Philadelphia office uh, in the Civil Highway Group. Um, Back in 2000, after working at a few other firms for the first couple of years of my career, um, I was in Philadelphia for about six years. Then I worked out of our Mexico City, Mexico uh, office for about four or five years. And then I have been here in Austin, Texas, uh, where I live and work now for about the last nine years. In terms of the type of work that I've done at Gannett, um, it's been a really, uh, a really interesting ride. So I started, as I mentioned, at Gannett uh, after a couple of years of highway design, you know, doing highway design uh, that first year. But that, that quickly evolved and moved into uh, intelligent transportation systems, uh, ITS, uh, and traffic engineering. And I've worked you know, most of the last 18 or 19 years here at Gannett in that field, sort of traffic operations, ITS, traffic engineering, you know, a little bit of transit, but mainly you know, traffic operations uh, side of, uh, of the transportation field. Um, in terms of the project life cycle, I've worked pretty much throughout the life cycle on planning uh, type projects, uh, design, you know, conceptual design, preliminary design, final design, design build, a lot of that kind of work, uh, construction inspection out in the field, um, and also had some involvement, not, not too much, you know, personal sort of working on the job myself, uh, but involvement on the hard bid construction side of, of our businesses, as well as the operations side with some of the stuff that you and your team at GFMS are doing with the traffic management centers. Um, so I'd say if I had to sum it up, probably most of my experience has been on the planning side um, as opposed to design or other things. So I've done a lot, but probably I bet you 40 or 50% has been on the planning side of things. Um, you know, strategic plans, master plans, a lot of program management work, so and lots of stakeholder engagement. Again, all these sort of ITS and traffic operations type programs for the most part. One of the things I'm, I've really had a lot of fun with um, over the years is working in so many different types of uh, environments, geographies with different kinds of clients. I've, uh, I've worked a lot here across the United States, Pennsylvania, New Jersey, Massachusetts, Florida, Arizona, New York, Chicago, New Mexico, Texas. There's probably a couple others I'm missing. Um, and also done a fair amount of international business. I've done some really cool project work in Mexico, Colombia, Saudi Arabia, and uh, most recently Qatar the last seven or eight years. Um, I'm going to mention a couple of projects just because they were, they were really cool. Uh, and, I'm, and I'm proud of the work that I did on them at a pretty high level. Um, I was the project manager for the development of the uh, national ITS strategic plan in Mexico about nine or 10 years ago. Uh, I also served as project manager for the development of Colombia's national ITS architecture and master plan 
and then again project manager um, about six or seven years ago for Qatar's national ITS architecture and master plan. And that was pretty neat. Again, with that sort of the planning side of things, stakeholder engagement at the national level with the sort of the equivalent of their their, their, their federal level DOT equivalent. So uh, some pretty cool experiences there. Um, I guess finally, I'll just add, you know, the last eight or 10 years or so, I've served as sort of the leader of the ITS what we called at the time the ITS practice, and then then that evolved into the TOPS, the transportation operation or TOPS business line. And I've served as I served as previously the the TOPS business line director uh, for the last couple of years uh, before this year. So that kind of I don't know. That's a, a bit about my career, I guess, here at Gannett. Well, it definitely sounds like you've had some really interesting experiences over your career here. How do you think those experiences prepared you for your current role? So my, my current role, for those who aren't aware, is um, essentially running the day-to-day op- operations as di- uh, director uh, within the roadway business line. Um, so I guess one piece, which may not, you know, be all that impactful, but you know, I'd already been in a business line director role uh, at Gannett Fleming for a couple of years, like I mentioned for the Tops business line. So certainly that was a smaller scale uh, business line, but still a similar, you know, role and responsibility in terms of you know day-to-day operations responsibility. Uh, here at the firm. Um, but much more important, though, I think, you know, getting to your question, you know, I, I think those, you know, very diverse set of experiences that I that I briefly mentioned in the transportation industry over the course of the last 23 years has really um, helped me out as I've transitioned into this new role, prepared me for it. I've worked, as I mentioned, on projects all across the United States, five other countries. I've done lots of business development. I've done. I've been involved in a lot of market entry and growth efforts in all different kinds of places. Um, involved in two different acquisitions and just generally working to grow and diversify our business. And that's you know that's the role that I'm in now is looking within the roadway business line to to grow and diversify that business even further. So I feel pretty comfortable. Uh, although it's certainly a challenge, I feel pretty comfortable stepping into the new role. Well, that's great. Can you tell us a little bit about the new structure of the roadway business line and how the transportation planning practice fits into it? Yeah, sure. So as, as folks probably know, um, roadway business line was created uh, in January this year uh, through the merger of the former DOT tolls business line and the tops business line. Um, and there are uh, seven practices that make up uh, the business line now. Highway bridge, planning, tops, tolling, environmental acoustics, and TMCs. Um, we are, as as all uh, business lines are, uh, global. You know, the terminology we're using is corporate business lines, but they are, you know, they are global business lines. Um, in terms of the structure, uh, as I mentioned a, a minute ago, John Durr serves as the corporate business line director. And I report to John, and my role is essentially serving as director for uh, the day-to-day operations of the business line. Um, we're structured sort of operate in terms of like operations and client management. You know, into ten um, business units is the terminology that that's going to be used here and rolled out soon under Changes Good 2.0. And the ten business units are basically seven that are run, you know, geographically. Or regionally, so if you're in highway bridge planning or tops, you know, you're going to be running uh, a bit more regionally, reporting up through a regional business line leader, and then three others that are really uh, structured by service line nationally, and that's tolling, environmental acoustics, and TMCs. Um, but as I mentioned, they even if it's regionally sort of structured, 
uh, at some level. We are all now global business lines looking out for the growth of Gannett Fleming, the growth of the business line, and trying not to focus too much at that on those regional um, uh, differences. We certainly don't want to create silos. The little slogan I've been using, right, that the environmental folks have used for, for decades is think globally and act locally. Um, our business, as we know, is extremely local. We have to be close to our clients. We have to have most of our staff close to our clients. Those relationships are important. But I think if we can do that, that's the act locally part, but also all think globally about what's good for the business line, what's good for Gannett Fleming, you know, spreading our resources across different offices and different regions. Um, so people have more opportunity to work on different types of projects, putting the best people on the project, regardless of where they sit. You know, that that's kind of where we're we're trying to go. And then Getting to the point of your question specifically about, you know, what does this mean for planning and, you know, what we're doing to uh, reorganize and, and grow planning this year. Planning is is going to be, as I mentioned, structured a bit more regionally, uh, but it does have a PLT and all, all PLTs, practice leadership teams are global. And, and really in, in this, the way I'm thinking about it is it's sort of a hybrid practice leadership team uh, that you are leading. And that is focusing on a lot of the traditional PLT areas, you know, of quality and innovation, and but also a little bit of an operations focus to help bring those folks together uh, in planning who were not part of a, a formally structured and organized practice in the past. So um, a bit of a hybrid is sort of how I've been seeing it in my mind. And then I think another important note uh, for folks who aren't aware is um, the practice of planning, of transportation planning, is meant to be a multimodal transportation practice. And what that means is um, the practice leadership team that you head up has members from not only roadway, but also transit and rail. And I think that's a really important part of the structure um, as we, you know, as you and, and your team work to reorganize and grow planning. So, Thanks, Matt. I think that definitely helps put transportation planning in perspective within the new uh, roadway business line and transportation as a whole. We'll be right back after this. Hi there, Jen Hale here with your quick minute. Do you have an amazing idea that would make your job at Gannett Fleming easier? Have you thought of a new process to benefit your job or other business lines in the company? Guess what? There's a place to submit those ideas called the CRIC. That stands for Collaborative Research and Innovation Center. Through the CRIC, your ideas can be fostered and funded. To find us, just go to the home tab of the intranet and click innovation slash CRIC on the left side. If you have any questions, you can reach us by emailing innovation at gfnet.com. Welcome back, everyone. Today we're talking with Gannett Fleming Senior Vice President Matt Schemer about transportation planning. Matt, getting back to our discussion, why do you think the alignment and importance of transportation planning makes sense? Well, in, in terms of the alignment and the overall importance, I've got, I've got a lot of thoughts there. So in terms of a, the alignment, and I mentioned it was multimodal a minute ago, um, I think that as we look at it at the firm more and more as a multimodal transportation planning practice, bringing together people from the roadway business line and the transit and rail business line, not to mention others, you know, from geodecisions, management, consulting, others that, that are certainly going to be involved, that could serve as, and I hope it does, a really good catalyst for better aligning and integrating um, the roadway and transit and rail business lines and the service offerings. You know, I, this has been a struggle in our industry uh, in, the, in the United States, in my opinion. So no, it's not just a Gannett Fleming struggle, but in our industry overall, 
to really have true multimodal conversations, programs, funding, you know, projects, agency alignment, right? It's really siloed in our industry where you've got agencies and funding and, and, uh, and projects that are really focused either on the roadway side of the house or the transit side. And I think um, the more we can bring that together, the better off we're all going to be in the industry. And I think again, at Fleming, having this business, uh, this uh, practice, sorry, uh, the planning practice be very intentionally structured to be multimodal uh, will, will be an interesting and exciting way to, to take on that challenge of, of breaking down those silos. Again, not, not again, a funding problem, really a broader industry challenge. Um, thoughts I have on the importance of planning. I've, I've got a couple here. Um, first and foremost, and what we're doing to reorganize and grow it, you know, it's, we already do planning. And so it was sort of a natural and obvious step to reorganize and grow that existing business and, and leverage it more. Um, I think from a business standpoint, it's somewhat f- future-proof, and that is a lot of uh, more of the technical design aspects of our business. We have to protect against these things being offshored overseas where labor is cheaper uh, and or automated. Um, we are certainly going to do that, and I think we're going we're gonna to thrive as a firm, but planning, in my opinion, is a bit more future-proof than other things because it's it's really organic, it's local, it's people-based in the community, at the agency, in their offices, you know, at stakeholder meetings with different agencies, out at public meetings with the public, engaging with people. You're not going to offshore that to the Philippines, and you're not likely going to automate that either. And I, and I like that from a business standpoint as we get into, you know, the fourth industrial revolution and some of these automation uh, activities and impacts that we're going to likely see in our industry. I also like that it simply expands the services that we can offer our clients. You know, they already know and trust us, whether maybe, maybe they know us because we do a lot of design work or we do a lot of CM work or, you know, GIS work through geo decisions. And it's always going to be easier to sell additional services to existing clients than it will be to develop new clients. Now, as Gannon Fleming grows, we're going to do both. Or, of course, we're going to be out. We already are on many fronts developing new clients. But we've already got a client. You've already got the trust, the relationship. To go in and sell an additional service uh, is going to be a heck of a lot easier than getting off a plane somewhere new and breaking new ground in terms of market entry. Um, I mentioned in my own experience a few minutes ago the project life cycle and how I've worked across the life cycle. And I think... I like the concept of us as a firm having multiple bites at the apple. And so we can, if we've got a robust, you know, organized strategic uh, planning practice, we can go after the planning phases of projects. And, you know, if we lose on that, on that attempt, we can then go after the preliminary design when it comes out. If we lose on that, we can go after the final design or maybe it's design build. If we lose on all of those on the very same project, we can then, you know, try going after the CM. Um, we could lose on that. And in some cases, it might be more limited, but in some cases using uh, GFPDC, we could even go after the hard bid construction of the project. Um, And then obviously through GFMS, um, we could go after the operations. So it just gives us more bites at the apple for this very same project as as it goes from planning all the way through design, construction, operations, and maintenance, another shot uh, at doing work. I mentioned the fourth industrial revolution. That 
is upon us, as, as, as you're well aware, and I know Bob Scare and others at the firm speak about it a lot, that means a lot of changes uh, are coming for us in the transportation uh, space. It means our clients are going to need, in my opinion, comparatively more planning services to prepare for that future. So it's not like maybe the last 50 years or so where you know a lot of the same systems, the same infrastructure, you know, were, were kind of in place with, you know, there had been obviously some changes, but a lot of the efforts were on designing and building and operating and maintaining systems that weren't drastically different or infrastructure that wasn't drastically different than it was a decade or two prior. Well, now with the fourth industrial revolution, that's changing. And what that means is the clients are going to have to react to that. Think of all the hot topics in our industry today. If you're talking about talking to your clients or at the professional societies, connected automated vehicles, highway automation, mobility as a service, micro mobility and scooters and ride sharing, Uber, Lyft, uh, Uber Air, urban air mobility, uh, electric vehicles, the electrification of the vehicle fleet, vehicle miles traveled, VMT and other alternate funding mechanisms, and, and there's loads more, right? This is the buzz in our industry. These are all new initiatives. These are all really new things. And these will all necessarily, in my opinion, have to go through all kinds of planning activities before they can ever get to becoming actual design opportunities or CM opportunities or operations opportunities for us at, at Gannett Fleming. And so, you know, I think that's happening. It's going to happen more and more. And that creates additional need for new exciting planning services and so that's another another reason i'm excited about this reorganization and this growth of planning oh that's great so with all that importance that you talked about what are your goals or hopes for transportation planning in 2020 here at the firm so in 2020 there there are three main goals that that i that i have uh, and that i'd like to see Uh, the first is and this may sound simple but you know just simply evaluating what we do as a firm and who are our planners. Um, This, as folks, you know, probably know, the planning practice uh, had not uh, been uh, formally operating for for a number of years. And so, yes, we do planning at Gannon Fleming. And yes, we have planners doing good work in different places, but they were somewhat spread out. And now this, again, this sort of reorganization and growth effort, step one is figure out who are we and what do we do? You know, there's over 800 staff members in roadway and transit and rail, how many of those folks are planners? How many of those are plan engineers, right? Lots of engineers, but do a lot of planning. Like myself, I'm a I'm an engineer, a PE. People might look at me and think, okay, Matt's an engineer. We won't talk to him about planning. But like I said earlier, I think easily 50% of my project work going back 20 years is on the planning side of things. That's going to take time to figure out just who we are and what we want to do. Um, we need to then analyze the market and see what planning services our clients need now, right? Clients are doing all kinds of planning um, efforts and initiatives now. But as I mentioned with the fourth industrial revolution and the new types of initiatives and impacts, what types of planning are our clients going to likely need in the future? So we have to do that market assessment, um, then do a gap analysis and develop a plan to get us there. And that won't be a small effort. And then third, um, I, and I, I know that you and the others are already doing this, but get the PLT up and running, get the planners at Gannett Fleming identified and then working, thinking and acting together like a team more so than they, than they probably have in the past. You know, build those relationships, build that trust, get folks working on projects across different offices, across different business lines, 
pursue new work together and start bringing new work in the door uh, in addition to looking out for the future and what we want to be when we uh, when we grow up, so to speak. So that's kind of what I had in mind for for some you know high level goals for the year from my perspective anyway. Well, that's all the time we have today. Matt, thanks again for coming and taking the time to talk with us. I know you're busy, but I really appreciate you uh, sitting down with me for a few minutes at least. Yeah, thanks, Eric. Appreciate the opportunity. Be sure to subscribe and check out our show on the internet and make sure to check back frequently for upcoming episodes. That's all for now. Goodbye and have a good day.